Uh, okay, we're going to be, we're in 2 Thessalonians. Okay, we're only going to read two verses today. And today we're going to talk about uh, that Jesus loves you forever. Okay? Jesus' love for you is eternal. Okay? Uh, so let me read the passage and then I'm going to pray. Okay, it's two verses. It's in chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. And this is what it says. All right? Remember last week we talked about standing firm, right? And what that means, like listening and listening to God and, and what he says. And now right after this, the author of 2 Thessalonians, he gives a blessing kind of. He gives a blessing to the people who, who he's writing this letter to. Okay? And this is what he says. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and, our God, and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. I'm going to read that one more time because it's short, okay? Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. All right, let me pray, and then we're just going to talk a little bit, okay? God, thank you for uh, this night tonight. Thank you for the beautiful weather um, and just being able to have fun and um, play games and goof around together. And we thank you for your love for us. We ask that that would change us today and that would comfort us today as we listen to um, just, just how much you love us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Amen. I have a question for you to ponder, okay? Think about it in your head. Do you, do you know what it feels like? Okay, do you know what it feels like to be eternally loved? Okay? Yeah. Everyone loves you? Okay. Good. Good, Danny. That's really good. Okay. Well, I, okay, Danny, I think you speak to an okay point there, okay? I think we all know what it feels like to be loved, right, in some, in some sort of another, right? We all know, like, we might be have parents who love us or a friend who loves us or who, or who like, really cares about us, right? We all know what it, what it feels like to be loved. But also, I feel like oftentimes the people who we feel most loved by are also the people who maybe hurt us the most, right? Because those are the people we're closest to. You know, like, probably if you have siblings, maybe you can maybe relate to this a little bit. I know growing up with my brothers, I had, I had two brothers growing up, okay? And we would, we would, you know, we'd goof around. We loved playing with each other a lot. But also, we would get in big fights. You know, there's like times where I'm like, these are my boys, you know? Like, ride or die. But then there's times where I'd be like chasing my brother around the house with a scooter, you know, trying to like, like, like this, you know? Not like riding it, but like, like a weapon. Right, yeah, yeah, but yeah, the shins, but I was, I was next level angry, so I was going for the head with the scooter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Clean, it's not a clean cut. Right, but, but isn't that true? Isn't that true that the people that, people that most, when we feel, the people who we feel most loved by, also we often feel most hurt by too. So like to be eternally loved, the love is kind of like up and down. It's there sometimes, and then sometimes we don't feel loved. We don't know what it feels like to be loved constantly and forever by anyone in our lives, I, I would say. At least I don't, okay? But here's, here's another question for you to think about, okay? Do you know and do you believe that Jesus loves you eternally, that he loves you forever, that his love is constant, okay? Jesus' love for you is constant. It's not like up and down. It's not like he loves you one second, and the next second he's angry and, and, and wrathful with you. But Jesus' love for you is constant and forever, okay? And actually, we see this right here in the beginning in this blessing that the author gives, Okay? He says, now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, and then he describes Jesus, okay? He says, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope. He says, this is who Jesus is, okay? Jesus loved us, so he puts it in past tense. He loved us, but he also gives us eternal hope. He loves us so much that he gives us hope for the future, that he, that he desires what's good for us. 
He gives us eternal comfort. Sorry, he gives us eternal comfort and good hope. So he doesn't, he, it's not just that he loved us at one time and he doesn't love us anymore, but he loved us and he still loves us. So much that he gives us comfort and hope right now. Okay, Jesus, Right there, the author's like, Jesus loves you so much and he loves you forever and always. It's eternal love. Okay, But we're going to talk about two things. Okay, Two things that eternal love does. Okay, That Jesus' eternal love does. Okay, It's, it's this. One, Jesus' Jesus's eternal love for you, it, it comforts you, okay? It can comfort you. And also, Jesus' eternal love can grow you and change you, okay? As you go into the future. So first, we're going to look at Jesus. He gives us, he, his love actually gives us eternal comfort. It can give you eternal comfort, okay? So in one, one way, right? Jesus' love for you, it's eternal, and it gives you eternal comfort. And what that looks like is that you don't have to be worried about what's going on right now because Jesus loves you. And it's always, it's always happening. You don't have to be so worried about the right now. You know, the troubles that you face today, you can believe and trust that those things are going to be made right. That's how much Jesus loves you. That, that the, things that, the things that are scary, the things that stress you out or cause you anxiety, Jesus is going to make those things right in the future. Okay, that's what he talks about, an eternal hope and eternal comfort. But do you guys ever, do you guys ever like have something really hard going on in your lives? All right. And you talk to someone about it. And then the one thing they say is, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Like, don't worry about it. And is, does that ever happen to you guys? No, not really. You never, like, talk to someone and be like, hey, I'm really sad about this, and I'm like, it's going to be okay. And that's, like, the advice they give, you know, just hold on, it's going to be okay. Well, sometimes that happens to me, okay? But I feel like that, in one sense, like, that's good, right? Because it's good to know that we have hope. But also, in another sense, it's like, when we just hear it's going to be okay, it kind of brushes off, like, how we're actually feeling. Like, hearing it's going to be okay doesn't help me in the midst of what the hard thing that's going on in my life. It's like, yeah, it's going to be okay, but look at me. I'm still a mess. You know, my life is still a mess. And, and the amazing thing is, okay, Jesus doesn't, he doesn't just tell us that everything's going to be okay. He doesn't just give us comfort like that. But actually, Jesus is actually with us while our lives are not okay. Okay? That's what he does. He comforts our hearts, not just by telling us that things are going to be okay, but he actually comforts us by being with us, by being with you in the midst of the things that are hard in your life or the things that are scary, the pain and the sadness. Jesus is with you in the midst of the loneliness or the loss in your life. You know, Jesus actually knows those feelings. He knows what it's like to be lonely. There's a story where Jesus is praying in a garden and he's like, disciple, he's talking to disciples. He's like, can you guys stay up and pray with me? And the disciples keep falling asleep. And he's like the only one there. And he feels like all his friends are leaving him. And Jesus was betrayed by different people and, and he feels lonely. And he knows what it's like to feel pain, right? Not just pain when he was like suffering on the cross and, and being um, like hurt, but also just pain throughout his life of being hurt by different people, of, not, of people not trusting him, of people not loving him, or people even coming after him and attacking him. Jesus knows what it's like to be pain, to have pain. He knows what it's like to be anxious and, and to be lonely and to feel loss. Jesus knows those feelings that I'm sure that all of you guys feel. So he, Jesus is a friend, okay? The way that Jesus loves you forever in one way is that he comforts you and he is a friend that understands what you're going through. Jesus understands what you're going through. And I hope, I hope that as you hear, that, hear those words that that's comforting for you guys right now. That whatever you guys are going through, Jesus understands what you're going through. But not only does Jesus' eternal love comfort us, okay? Not only can it comfort you, but it can also grow you and change you, okay? Uh, do you guys know the Grinch? Anyone here like the Grinch a lot? Anyone? Uh, yeah, Cass really likes the Grinch. 
Castle's always quoting the Grinch to me. And the only line I remember is, that's it, I'm not going. But I don't remember really what that line is part of. He's not going. Anyways. Okay, so the Grinch, okay, he, he lives in isolation, right? At least in the live action one, he was up on a hill. Maybe it's a cartoon one too, I don't know. He's up on a hill, he lives by himself. The people, I remember like when he was younger, people would make fun of him because he was different, right? So then he kind of grew with like this bitterness and this anger and he moved away from all these people and he's like, I don't like those people. And people are like, stay away from us, we don't like you. And the Grinch was lonely and he was sad and he was angry and bitter. Okay, he lived in isolation. But then, and, and no, no one likes him, right? And the Grinch probably doesn't feel like he's good enough because he's, he's cast out from all these people. He probably feels like he's not good enough. Okay, that's a feeling that I often feel, like I'm not good enough. So it's a feeling that is familiar to me at least, maybe to you too. And then there's this little girl, right, named Cindy Lou. I think I had to look up her name because I thought it was Susie Lou, but it's Cindy Lou, okay? And Cindy Lou, she, she is so nice to the Grinch. She actually like vou vouches for him, vouches for him, right? She's like, she's like, the, we should let the Grinch come celebrate with us, celebrate Christmas with us. If I, I think that's what happens. Um, and then eventually the Grinch comes and Cindy Lou is like the only person who's nice to her and, and loves him and she sees him. And all of a sudden, what happens to the Grinch when he's like going back up and then his heart, uh, I don't know, grows, yes, three times bigger. Anyone else remember that? Anyone else remember that? Yes, Tyler, good. The hearts, the, the Grinch, the heart of the Grinch literally grows three times bigger because of the love that he experienced, because of the love that Cindy Lou had for him. The, hearts, the heart of the Grinch actually grew and it changed. And the Grinch he was still sarcastic, right? He's still kind of funny and sarcastic, but he wasn't really bitter. He was forgiving, and he, and he wasn't just isolated anymore. But he came into community, and, and he was with people. And I'm sure that those feelings of not feeling good enough or feeling like he had to stay away, I'm sure those feelings began to change. And he was like, I don't have to be insecure. I don't have to be insecure or feel like I'm cast out or not good enough because Cindy Lou loved me, and that love changed me. And his heart actually grew and changed. And I think, guys, this is what, this is what Jesus' eternal love does can do for you okay this is what it can do for us it can actually grow and change us and not just in a way uh where it's like oh i follow the rules better or i think i think that is true that jesus does help us to figure out what it looks like to be a person who who is who is good and and helpful to restoring and redeeming things on the earth but also the way that jesus can grow and change you is by changing you from the things that you're most ashamed about, maybe the things that you did wrong that you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to talk about those things. I don't want to think about those things because they cause so much shame. Jesus can actually change so that you're, change you and grow you so that you're not ashamed about those things so that you can talk about them because his love for you says you don't have to be ashamed about those things. Or maybe you feel really insecure just about certain things about yourself, um, about how you look or, or things that you do. And Jesus' Jesus's love, it actually transfor can transform and grow and change you so that, you don't, so that you're, more, so you're not insecure about those things because you know that Jesus loves you so much. And even, it might, maybe you have like someone in your life who you feel extreme anger or bitterness towards, or you're like, I don't want, I don't want them in my life. And actually, one, one really amazing thing is that Jesus' love can change you from, just like the Grinch can, Grinch can change you from being bitter and angry towards someone to forgiving and gracious with them. That's, that's what the love of Jesus can do, okay? It can comfort you. It can comfort you in the future and can comfort you right now because he understands what it's like to be in the midst of a mess 
And also, it can grow and change you. It can grow and change you. The amazing thing is that Jesus, you don't have to be the same. That's the amazing thing, okay? You don't have to be the same. Because Jesus, is, Jesus loves you so, so much. So let me just end with this, okay? Jesus, Jesus loves you forever, okay? Jesus loves each and every one of you forever. It's eternal love, okay? It doesn't stop and start. It doesn't go up and then, and then go down, okay? It's not on and off, okay? But Jesus' love is good, okay? It's good, and it's constant, and it's always, and it's also free. Jesus' love for you is free. There's, there's not like you have to do something to earn it. It's not like you have to put in a resume with a bunch of good things, and he's like, yes, this is worthy of love. That's not how his, his love works. But his love for you is free, and it's forever. And his love is one that can comfort you and change you and grow you, okay? And it's absolutely free. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that your love is free. We thank you that it is forever. Um, and we ask that we would really know this and believe this um, so that we might be comforted in the, in the places where we need to be comforted. Um, in, in our lives that are messy, would you remind us that you understand what that mess is like um, and that you, you actually sit with us in the midst of that mess. And you also provide for us a hope. You promise that you will make all things right and all things good. And we also ask that you would change us and grow us so that we might um, be more like you, um, so that we might uh, have a life that is full and, and alive and real um, because of the life that you give. So we thank you for your love. And we ask that you would help us to know your love for us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.